Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Legion 99 podcast, your source for the latest tactics, news, battle reports, hobby talk, and general Legion chatter. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Legion 99 podcast. I'm here with Mike and Keegan. Hello, hello. How's it going? Um, great. We've got a lot to talk about, a lot of tournament stuff. You know, that's like, that's been like a great, like, steady thing lately. That we yeah, have to talk about a lot of tournaments. It's been the only steady thing lately. It really has. <laughs> but oh man, but we did we did get Shadow Collective spoilers this week. Oh yeah, um, a lot actually. Yeah, and I I also want to thank all of our listeners who came back this episode after the uh, hours and hours and days of editing I had to do on the last one with all <laughs> of the power drops and such. So this one should go much smoother because I don't think any of us have storms going on. No. No, and I may have to drop here a little while ago, but I may have to drop for part of it. But it's not going to be a crazy, urgent, and unexpected where my recording won't save thing. You say that now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, Nick, Nick, you want to kind of talk about some of these Shadow Collective spoilers because we have hard information. Oh yeah. Uh, so the last few weeks, I can't remember if we had uh, if they had spoiled the starter kits two weeks ago before when we recorded i can't remember but by now i think everybody they were at least at least a week and a half ago when they were spoiled but like yeah there's like actual like leak product boxes for all Mm -hmm. of this stuff now well it seems like most of it at least um there's the shadow collective starter which has like an image of like maul and all the it seems like it has like pikes uh black sun mandos and maul in it which is great but i'm Mm -hmm. sure you've already seen that it's got it that's a sick art cover it is it is yeah it's like the gathering of the forces it's pretty sweet um but this this past week which we know we didn't cover on the last two weeks ago um they spoiled a lot more was spoiled i think these are like are these like french packages or i believe so yeah yeah um which does mean that they're probably legit because our french spoilers over the past three years have been pretty spot on these look way too legit <laughs> to not be legit but yeah the the first thing the big thing really uh uh gar saxon that's like the first one that like i guess like we hadn't like seen models for before mm-hmm. or anything so we're getting a gar saxon commander expansion um and uh he looks pretty sweet there's a couple different like models here that we see. One of them's it looks like he's got like his shield and his pistol. I love that they modeled that uh combat shield. Like one day maybe we'll get like a hard plastic Sabine and she'll have like an option for like her combat shield modeled on there, which is pretty sweet. Um the the Mando helmet with the the horns on it is sweet. Um and it looks like he's got a sniper rifle because the pose has a sniper rifle on it. Um but it's like standard stuff on the back here. It's like, you know, one plastic figure when you translate it, three command cards, some upgrade cards, yada, yada, yada. I can't read this language, though. I know when I know when <laughs> I, we first saw Keegan put it in a translator, but I don't remember. What I, said. I just had it on the on the phone, the phone translator. Um, uh, Google is a wonderful thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Apple's using Google, but yeah, it's uh, um, I've got it up here. During the Clone War, the pitiful, I'm assuming that that's not what it's going to be in English, Mandalorian warrior Gar Saxon. Although I do like 
calling Garth, calling Garth Saxon pitiful. <laughs> it's pretty great. I, it's I assume it's like cowardly or like traitorous or something like that. I mean, it also could just be a play on words because if it's going to be sad Gar, it could relate to like the faction. <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> wow. oh, that's a deep cut. Someone's riding too high from their uh, rebels yesterday. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, he's motivated by power, desire, power, domination. Typical fallen Mandalorian thing. And, uh, uh, it mm. does say he's going to be a commander uh, yep. and comes with a unit and improvement cards. Does it have the factions on the back? Mm, nope. No. Okay. It's very. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like there's a, there's back. a plain box image. There's an image of the front box somewhere too. Let me see if I can dig that up real quick while we go on to what's well, the most. Uh, it's got the shadow collective faction. Does it? Cause I know like Does one it? of the other things that we'll mention with the spoilers is there's a kit, like an accessory kit expansion yeah. now. Um, just like there's going to be a new card pack. Yeah. So that's super cool. And at the bottom, it has like all of the factions that it has, like, I guess that are available for the accessories and stuff. So I wasn't sure if, if Gar had that. Uh, oh yeah. The front of his package does have the shadow collective. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't have anything else though. No. So it appears Damn. that but this it, is one of the, they've said that like some things will only be playable in that. So that seems like that would be the one that makes sense. I was hoping it was false information. Unless they said <laughs> they talked about that affiliation concept, right? Yeah, that's what they, that's yeah. What they revealed on one of the streams. Yeah. So maybe, maybe he's. I don't know. I don't know enough about this to speculate. So, <laughs> but uh, accessory pack is that what we're talking about now? Yeah, yeah, which I guess all but confirms that the Shadow Collective expansion. When we said, "Wow, this stuff is really reasonably priced," I guess that's because you're not getting any <laughs> accessories. Not so, but this uh, is cool. I mean, like. Yeah. There's definitely players that only have one to two core sets and like A, need more dice mm-hmm. or B, need more movement tools because those things tend to snap after This a while. is definitely great because, yeah, there are players who only want to buy one core set just to add of like, you know, I don't want to buy more than one of this. And mm-hmm. it's like this way they can buy their extra box of Rebel Troopers and they can buy this. And now they have like enough to like, you know, enough of their core and they have the extra dice and the extra. Yeah, I don't have to have the extra RT that sits in a bag. Yeah. Um. They also revealed uh, there was a Pike box that had leaked before, and they revealed the Black Sun. The, well, this one's leaked now too, but it's basically the same thing. It's like seven models, Black Sun. They look like they all look like Prince Caesars, but they're probably not Prince Caesars. Don't get too excited. What is that? <laughs> you know who Prince Caesar is? Faleen, um, young child. The, the race is Faleen. Yeah, they're, Pr- they're... Prince Caesar was like the 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 king of the Black Sun or something. The yeah. prince. Oh, okay, the prince. Yeah. In Shadow of the Empire. Is he in Rebels? Or? No. No. no old, he's not canon. old, old school. Although he, uh, oh, I thought they referenced. I don't think he's canon. They, oh, they probably did reference him, but Some I guess like cl- he. Or Clone, like Clone Wars when he was doing the whole. The whole. Was he? I mean, he, he when he decapitated oh. all the other failing, didn't he do something with that? I don't remember him being in the Clone Wars. <laughs> I don't remember his. No, no, Maul. Sorry. Maul? Cutting off all the other. Oh, stuff. maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, Zizor was a, yeah, legends. He, yeah, he was like the bad guy in Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, gotcha. and he's been an X-wing, right? Yes. Yeah, he was an X-wing. You're right. Him and his android co- companion, Yuri, I think. Yuri. Yep. Yuri. You know. yeah. More you know. Well, we're not an X-wing podcast. <laughs> no. no um, they also we're an NCP podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a stepcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, they also revealed an upgrade card expansion. Yeah, I yeah. This one I actually 
Like there have been well, so many erotic. Like I didn't buy the last one because I didn't need any of those things. But this one, if these are erotic faces, then... yeah, I'm gonna have to snag that. <laughs> oh yeah, ones. everybody's gonna yeah. have to buy this one. Um, yeah, it looks like you see Cat on the box, you see Bosco on the box, you see Boba Fett, mm-hmm. and then uh, mm-hmm. the monsters from <laughs> the villains from um, Mandalorian that always show up, the thugs. Those oh, are like yeah. the same. Like you see them in a few episodes, like in different like worlds. Like these are like the now the generic like thugs <laughs> that they face in Star Wars. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but uh, hopefully it's also got a couple copies of Versus Speed for everybody who doesn't hey, didn't buy Yoda yet. <laughs> oh, those are um, uh, God. They're in. On me. They were in a couple episodes of The Mandalorian in different, yeah. like, yeah, different episodes, yeah. though, different places. They, they are, and probably canon, they are a race that has, like, different variants of their race. Yeah, they look, I, think it's, I think it starts with a K. I'll figure it out. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, the existence of another upgrade card pack is great. Yeah, I need more Force Lift. <laughs> well... I mean, there's probably things in here that you need to buy. So. Yeah, I, I probably <laughs> do need to get it, especially here. if they have like new the versions of cards. Yeah. Very sad that it. They're very sad that like all of my all arts are useless now. <laughs> <laughs> Not useless. They look awesome. Yeah. Um. What I've been doing is is like I'll put like the card, like the errated card, on one side, and then the regular the 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 fancy card on the other side. And yeah. I can flip it over and look at it. So I just but, printed it from Tabletop Admiral. You could do that too if you were, you know, into that. Yeah. Maybe I didn't want to do that. I mean, my office has a lot of ink, so I guess I'll use it for something. <laughs> I have to pay for my own ink. I don't get to do that. So Plebeian. Oh, yep, that's me. Uh, should we move on to Adepticon? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. No, off Probably. of that, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, huge shout out to Fifth Trooper. Um, they put on a hell of a stream all what I guess all four days they were there because I think they did some of the like the warm ups on Thursday as well. I think so. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jay and Lucas were casting the entire. Well, I guess Lucas was casting the entire time. Jay about 60 <laughs> percent of the time. So yeah. huge shout out to them. Uh, Bushman joined. I think Endless and Orchimedes were there. I know well. I heard Endless there at least once and I heard yeah, I think Bushman he got on, on day two. Saturday. I didn't get to catch any of Sunday, though. Yeah, but Lucas was there for every single minute that they were live, so that dude's uh, vocal cords are probably totally shot. <laughs> probably can't. Thank you for <laughs> for the shout-out. Yeah, and they shouted us out a lot, uh, like literally every time we talked, so I appreciate it. Uh, they did yeah. that they for just shouted all the community out, yeah, members. They, yeah, they did, and that's great. Like, you know, everybody cooperate and working together, making Legion great. And they did some cool graphics. I liked how they had the transitions with the different, uh, different cutaways, awesome. so like, if you were looking at the bottom right hand corner of the screen, they had like the battle cards on the side. And as you could flip through, you didn't need to like toggle the overlay. Super yeah. nice. But yep. There's also some wild lists at Adepticon. Yeah, it was a nuts, nuts, nuts experience. Those... It kind of continued the theme that we saw at the Canto Bite Cup, where there's just like I don't want to call them meme lists because they obviously work, but no. they were definitely off the the beaten path. Yeah, I think it I think what we're starting to see, and now that we've had um a few serious tournaments in a row with, you know, I, I was reading something where there was a conversation about what met the meta means. And the best description that I saw is the meta isn't necessarily what's going to win everything, but the meta is the, what you need to be prepared for um, to play against. And I think that's more true now than ever, because it really feels like 
the meta the conversations are not predicting <laughs> the lists we're seeing and we're seeing a lot of folks yeah that's with, uh, that's super true like we're talking like hey spiders magna b1 list is like what you're going to see and you definitely saw a good number of them but it's not as widespread but you yeah. saw more people bringing things to counter that and then we had some weird like rock paper scissors matchups as there was a counter to the meta and then there was a meta and then there's something that was mm-hmm. just totally off base mm-hmm. yeah you want to quickly go through what the top four lists were? Sure. Sure. Does anyone else have them up? Uh, I don't. Okay. I, so uh, Gorshade was the winner. I think that's how it's pronounced. I think so. Um, yeah. But he won with a Cad Bane list. That was mm. kind of your traditional double ion spider, Magna Guard, Cad Bane, B1, and uh, I think he had Kalani. So what we thought was going to be the meta with a twist ended up winning it. So. Cad Bane just got a win, and now we'll see if he gets like a buff, like <laughs> two months after he wins a major event. <laughs> so that could spiral quickly. Uh, Luke Cook got second place. Um, he played Iden Triple ISF and Triple Bikes, so it's eleven activations. Does a lot of weird uh, battle deck things, and uh, comes at you from every angle with that Alpha Strike start. Uh, Zeus Juice Matt Bronson got third place with a Luke SA DLT Gunline. Uh, it's two officers, Jedi Luke, five DLTs, four of them with SA captains and two snipers. So it's 10 activations of uh, kind of like banging your head against the wall defense. <laughs> and then Evan Boris got fourth place with Vader Lat, yes. which just warms my heart. Yeah. Because Evan is like the <laughs> nicest dude in the Legion community. Yeah. Hey, he's he, East Coast nicest. We've got Nima out here. Oh, I'll still put Evan up against him. And I okay. love Nima. Okay. <laughs> I have not had the pleasure of meeting him, and so maybe I, I admit I, I'm biased there. I, I bet I you meet I bet you meet him at Nova if he goes yeah. to Nova. Because yeah. that's like, you know, he's relatively local to there. Before yeah. we dive into the list, you want to quick hit Nova? Because I think we're all going. Yes. Right. Yeah. Tickets went on sale yesterday. They were sold out. Uh, they sold yeah, out in 10 hours. Way. They sold yeah. out in 10 hours, yeah. So. I knew they you know, Me and Mike were in the middle of a tournament, and like I'm like, stop. I was like, sorry, man. I got to I gotta get my Nova ticket. And he's like, <laughs> my opponent was like, no, it's fine, man. And then our other, our other, our buddy, Corey, who actually made uh, top eight at Adepticon, was like at a table across me. He's like, oh, Nick, can you send me the link to that website? I was yeah. like, after I get my ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was uh, – I was I was f fiving at nine a.m. Uh, out here on the west coast. Uh, to what get in what on days that. are you guys playing? Uh, I got a Saturday heat two. Saturday on Friday. I kind of want to just roll in Friday and just just for like the weekend. Not I'm, I'm going to roll in Thursday. That makes sense. It's the same. Yeah. I'm supposed to be in Germany for that event, but with the way that gas prices and plane tickets are going, <laughs> I think Nova looks a little closer. Yeah. Um, so I got a ticket just to be on the safe side. So I already have the extra vacation days off. So I figured I'd start early. Oh, nice. I'm going to be flying across the country for it. And so I'm t- planning on trying to get, fly on Thursday and get in Thursday night. But I also uh, figured the Saturday he was smarter to give me the flexibility to fly Friday. If, uh, if my in-progress turn negative one doesn't <laughs> go how I want it to. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that. And that'll yeah. be that'll be a good one. Uh, and yeah, I think Evan and I were chatting in the Discord chat as tickets were going on sale about the uh, the crashing website. So he's, I'm pretty sure he's. Oh, did it crash? Oh yeah, it was miserable. Oh, it didn't. I bought work it like an hour and a half later. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it wasn't working. Uh, to, to be fair, it cleared up not terribly. It cleared up in 
probably 15, 20 minutes. The other issue was is that if you didn't have the convention badge in your cart approved, it would not let you. Dude, I couldn't, I couldn't fucking figure that out. Like, I was sitting oh, there no, like going this. in circles. Yeah, it was a it was a a non-optimized UI. I will. Yeah, I, will, I, I will understand now, but it's like, yeah, because basically in previous years at Nova, because like it's capped at 32 and 32. That's not yeah. a lot of heat. That's not a lot of seats for a qualifier. Yeah. So it's I it was always like, oh, just grab your your event tickets first and then buy the pass later if you're mm-hmm. not going for like the Supernova or the mm-hmm. Dwarf Nova. And that's what everybody did. It's like, oh, I bought my seat and I'll just buy my convention pass in a couple weeks. <laughs> it's or like, you can like buy it at the door half the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. But, okay. mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. sell out of those. It's just the like the fancy ones that give you like all the all the stuff. Yeah. Give you a whole bunch of stuff. I, I flirted with getting a fancy one but i ended up i looked at the dwarf nova because it was a little cheaper than it usually is oh really yeah i wonder it doesn't so i want they usually used to do like early birds like the first 250 people got like a cool swag bag and i always was one of those people and i didn't like i haven't seen them advertising that i hope they do that again because that's always fun like to get like i got like a random infinity miniature one year and like a 40k mini yeah it's pretty i ended up like painting that one 40k mini once not the infinity guy because he looked weird but nice I am all booked. I got, I've got my flight. I've got my flight booked and my hotel booked already. So I'll be staying at the the Renaissance there. That uh, I guess the Legion events at the other. Oh, one. that's where I stayed last time. Yeah, the Hyatt, it's, right? it's a really easy walk across the street. Well, there's a it's it's at the Hyatt and at the Marriott Renaissance. Uh, so and hmm. I guess the Legion's going to be at the Hyatt, but uh, the Hyatt's you know. the main one. Yeah, Hyatt's the that's main where. One. Yeah, that's where it's like. Yeah, yeah but they do yeah. have it in two different things. Yeah. And I've I got think... I've, I've got Bonvoy points, so. I'm with I'm on Marriott. <laughs> I usually stay at the Marriott, but it looked like the Hyatt was cheaper, so I might just do the Hyatt. Oh, uh, gotcha. Yeah. But we'll see. Shorter walk for you. It, the At elevators least. are terrible, though. <laughs> That's okay. the problem. Uh, yeah. Like, I remember going up to my friend's room once, and we waited, like, literally, like, 10 minutes for an elevator. It's terrible. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe, maybe Marriott. Who knows? <laughs> Anyway, I'm excited to come out for that uh, with you guys. Yeah. And I, know, I think Thrawn's coming too, Zach. Yep. Uh, and I, I saw a few others. Almost our uh, whole Team League team. <laughs> oh, <is it? laughs> uh, speaking of Team League, uh, just oh, before yeah. we recorded, oh, yeah. um, I heard. you guys got third place and Florf wrapped up the win, so we are three times champs. <laughs> that's that's awesome. We need to figure out how to kick you out of our team discord for next season uh, we're just- you guys are gonna have to make a new one because i'm the admin I know. I know. <laughs> what's one more discord into the hole <laughs> maybe maybe next yeah next season will be uh uh castaways the base team league sponsored by six up supplies discord <laughs> there you go <laughs> anyways okay we deviated pretty hard on that i think we, we were did. talking about we adepticon, adepticon uh, lists. we were we just hit the top four so yeah. um we had some wild ass lists at this tournament yeah there's a triple fd with two x34s that went five and one mm-hmm. like that's a thing that i just said yeah in 2022 <laughs> that's wild that's super cool um we had vader lat make top four which i don't think anyone was expecting in the ion spider meta nope. we had bikes as second place and we had cad bane as first like there's a lot of just just absolutely insane things that happen there yeah yeah the uh i mean i guess we'd be remiss and not going a little deeper on that fd list um <laughs> yeah he, he developed quite the following throughout the day <laughs> or throughout the two days as as he just trucked through and and 
man, he, everything we saw, he just knew how to play that list and every little piece optimized. And, and it, it, it wasn't just the presence of FDs that was surprising and catching people off guard. Uh, having breakthrough in his deck and winning on that was uh, breaking a lot of conventional knowledge. Yeah, I think there's a lot of uh, opponent error in how he won a couple of those breakthrough games, mm-hmm. and two of them ended on turn five, where if it does go six, he's getting oh, I see. pretty badly. Oh, I, I saw... I That's think not to I discredit him, him, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think he was streamed like uh tur I guess like the second game or the third game of day two. Mm-hmm. Um, not the Luke Cook game because I know that that one wasn't streamed. Yeah. So it, it was, it, it was round. It was round. And like we were two. watching, and like literally, oh. this was going to be their last round. And I watched like his opponent like had a Magna Guard that could have moved into the deployment and did not because uh. I think he assumed he was getting another round. And gotcha. I was yeah. like, that's and that would that would have tied him. I think. It was like, uh, yes, it was because yeah. there's also a pretty not really sure that R2 actually scored secret mission. It was pretty close on the camera. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So without hearing, I don't want to speculate. Yeah, I don't. To, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. tough. Um, And it's like this game is tough. It's tough to play this game in a, like in a competitive setting in the two, two and a half hours that you have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it's not to discredit the player at all. Brian did an no. incredible job. I mean, you can't go five and one at a major tournament and not be a really good player. <laughs> yeah, um, I would be surprised if that same list went five and one at the next time. Now that it's a known quantity. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a fair uh, that's a fair call out. Though um, it does counter ion spiders really nicely, and from what I understand, it ran into three ion spider lists. Yeah. So one of the reasons that we didn't see a lot of them is that they got outranged and outgunned, and uh, yeah. it, with the X thirty four and the you know, the FDs with the overcharge generator, they got shredded. Yeah. Yeah. Just and play that's, against and... FDs on long March and they just don't shoot. It's fine. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's, a, that's, I think that's another great example. We talked about the spiders being really driving a lot of the meta and this list was prepared, absolutely prepared and tuned to counter those lists. Yep. And then, uh, also had, he clearly had the reps and the, the familiarity and the, and, and the flexibility that we didn't expect necessarily, uh, to deal with other stuff. Uh, going throughout so so i guess he's a local illinois guy or illinois guy um and apparently he's got like 45 plus reps before adepticon started (laughs) with that list so like he's probably played against literally everything with that list at this point yeah there's a non-zero chance that he he has more reps with that list than i have games of legion in my career (laughs) (laughs) um i had a comment that i wanted to make with that though we were talking about the meta. Oh yeah, so we saw a lot of like SA DLT spam, and then a lot of like longer range stuff to try to counter the spiders, which is one of the things that like Luke Cook's spikes listed well is that it's got real long range, it's got impact, it really shreds the spiders because you out activate them and attack strike kills everything else, and yet somehow a spider list still won everything. <laughs> There's some wild dice variants in the final game. If uh, yeah. If you guys want to see a really bloody, entertaining final, um, B ones roll crits. That one I heard. B runs, B ones roll like four plus crits for six plus attacks in a row. B ones roll crits, baby. Let's go. (laughs) We could have just dodged Uh, them. Oh, Mike, too soon. (laughs) Too soon. I do want to shout out our local Corey who made top eight as well. Uh, He finished seventh place on the ladder with his double spider AAT list. So he kind of ran something similar to what Nick does um, with Maul, but he decided to put an AAT and two spiders in instead of the Magna Guard Mall. Otherwise, I think it was the same we, skeleton. We actually played like two or three weeks ago. I think I bat repped that game too. Um, I think you but, did. 
Yeah, it's a real good list. I, yeah, uh, it was. Uh, I played a snail tank list because I wanted to change it up, and it did not go well versus the AT. So yeah, and the ions was like, nope, not happening. But yeah, and um, I guess all of the invites are burned because all four of the players that finished top four already had a world's invite. This is. I was confused because they, the way they were talking on the stream, it sounded like Evan might not have had one, but I thought. I remember listening to Fifth Trooper like three years ago. Yeah, Evan got, <laughs> when one he got the, the like, invite, <laughs> like hungry, hungry goblin or angry goblin or something like that up in uh, like southern goblin. Canada. Yum yum yum. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. I I do remember that, and that's why I was confused. But that's fine. Yeah. I mean, uh, great to see. Like they had a huge turnout. How many? Like they had like 120 players, something like that. Uh, I think it was 122. That's oh, that's great. Which is insane. Yeah, that's massive. Speaking Invaders of huge, also pretty massive. Speaking Invaders, of huge turnouts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, I've been dragging that along um, manually yeah. by doing a lot of clicking and refreshing and copy-pasting. Um, yeah. But we, we, we kicked it off the ground with 192 people. Um, we actually ended up adding three groups at the end, which was super cool. Um, we had enough to add another Australian, European, and North American pod. And we have some some data courtesy of legionstats.thefifthtrooper.com. And we, I sent him the URL links for all of the lists before the tournament kicked off. And the day that we started, all of this data was put out there. So please feel free to go check it out. Um, I think it's Dr. Powers on Discord. Uh, he does a phenomenal job here. So we had 192 lists. Mm-hmm. Um, this is for the first 178 because the 18 were added a little bit later. But we mm-hmm. had 52 imps. 55 Rebels, 43 Droids, and 24 Republic. Go Kodak. You can do it. (laughs) (laughs) That's shocking. Like, that's that just blows me away that the Clone Wars factions are the two lowest ones. And that Gar is literally half the rest. Yeah, to be fair, like, 24 Republic, like, there's probably only, like, it's like Anakin lists, Wookiee lists, and Yoda lists. Where, like, imp list, there's probably, there's palp lists, there's vader lists, there's, you know, not four user lists. Yeah, do you know how it's many axes of... there were? Uh, none? Yeah, there's zero. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> um, you, you, even even I've given up on trying to make Rex work. So. That's Here's a fun, fun I like Rex. question. I just... Is it, do you think there is more Chewy or Chieftain? Oh, I mean, is it, if it's a trick question, it's Chewy, right? What do you I think? Know. I have the answer. Is that including? Uh, oh, sorry uh, for Jeskar. Jeskar. Con- there's more Rebel Chewy than both. By a conventional mile. wisdom tells me that there's more Chieftain, but because yeah. like on paper he looks he's like a lot simpler and he's like just got like really good keywords, but like I mean Guardian and Republic is really good probably. So Guardian Commander. Yeah. Right, that makes sense because like he shouldn't be able to guardian for like red save clones. <laughs> there were seven Chewy and three Chieftain. Wow, a okay. lot of uh, a lot of size matters sometimes. Tricks being played here. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine at least like half of those Chewy ones have the Yoda too, right? I would yeah, there, so there's nine Yodas in the field and there's seven Chewbaccas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think that that about adds up. I've only really looked at my pod. Cause like, I'm always busy. Like I've, you know, I'm in, I am playing invader league. There's right. almost as many Anakin's as clone commanders. There's 11 clone commanders and 10 Anakin's. 
Those are the two highest okay. commanders for for Gar. Oh, really? Yeah, it's okay. it's eleven clone commander, ten Anakin, nine Yoda, seven Chewie, four Obi Wans, three Chieftains. No Rex. No Rex. How many Padmes? There are eight Padmes. Only eight. Oh man, <laughs> I need a new narrative. <laughs> <laughs> I are, are there sa- are there more. are there sabers in there? There are a couple sabers. Oh yeah, there's one in my pod. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's with Anakin. It's not even with Yoda. I have two. I have two Garless in my pod, and they both have heavies. There are two sabers and four ISPs, and half of them are in my pod. (laughs) Yes, half. There is a saber and two ISPs in your pod. (laughs) Um, that's awesome. (laughs) I am. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) that's that's too good. I think one of the super interesting things is Last Invader in Season 7. It was kind of like the armor meta awakens. Like, there was AA5s everywhere. We had uh, we didn't have any AATs, but we had T-47s, Rebel Armor. We even had, like, clone armor and, uh, and imps everywhere. Mm-hmm. The highest number of heavies in this event is 6. And there's 6 AA5s and 6 ATSTs. Oh, wow. Like, the Ion Spiders have completely removed the, ion, the armor meta. Well, yeah, I get that. We j- I joke around that like, oh yeah, there's a the saber. Half of the gar heavies are in my pod, and I'm the only, I'm the only droid player, and I didn't bring ion spiders. <laughs> yeah, there's 54 ion spiders in the event. Yeah, yeah. Second highest support being Dubaks at 38. That makes a lot of sense. What do you think is third? Support. Yeah. What was first? Ion spiders. Third. Ion, Ion spiders, spiders, then Dubaks. Um, taunts. Uh, no. No. Um, Shot in the dark. Not, yeah. Let's see, not, uh, probably not FDs, even if there was a lot, a lot of last minute changes. <laughs> there, were, there, there were only three FDs in the event. There, are they with the same They're list? all in one list. Okay. <laughs> yes. I don't know, man. That, that odds that list was submitted after Saturday. Dude, I, I, have to, I actually have to go back and find it because I can, I can, I could get that answer. That's not the same player. No, no, I no. don't think I don't think Brian is playing Invader League. No, I, I don't I think, think he's a TTS player. I'm okay. assuming it's I'm assuming it's a copycat. Uh, yeah, I, I assume so too. Um, third support uh, Barks. Uh, Barks are fourth with thirteen, and third okay. was Staps with fourteen. So good guess. Oh, oh Staps. Staps would have probably been my next. Yeah, guess. Staps still got fourteen despite all the spiders. Which I was I was going to get Staps, but I thought that they were going to be completely. I thought it was going to be an either or for a, a CS player. Okay, cool. All right. Special Forces, since this is kind of fun. Um, arc Troopers. A lot of fun. <laughs> how, many arc, how many Arc Strike teams do you think were in the event? Uh, five. Nine. Okay. Keegan, Eight. how many full arcs are there? Zero. There is one. Oh, nice. There are more nice. full arcs than Rex. My champion. <laughs> I actually think they're paired with an Obi-Wan list, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah, that, I was fooling around with that actually for a little while. But because I, that's like that's a, like a good value of guardian right there with especially with protector mm-hmm. out um there was I, 57 rebel strikes 56 to, imps to be if i wasn't obviously clear that was a past tense yeah <laughs> it's yeah. fully wrong 57 and, rebel strikes, okay 48 magna guard they might need a little tuning shocking <laughs> yeah. 31 rebel melee wookies yep. and 22 irg which is a little higher than I was expecting, but 
but Guardians in a really good spot for the meta. Yeah, IRG makes sense. Uh, I like that number. Kind of makes sense to me. I'm surprised there aren't more uh, melee wookies for rebels uh, because rebel numbers are pretty high. How many total lists are there? There are. This is for 178 lists. Okay. I don't know. I mean, rebels, wookies, and rebels are so good, but there's also a lot of other things. Uh, You're not wrong. You're not wrong, and it's like. Speaking of those other things, we had seven Mandos and 12 Clan Wren. Oh, wow. There's more Mandos and Clan Wren than ranged Wookiees for both. Wow. I Which like, we're I just, did not expect. I think like we're just figuring out how good ranged Wookiees actually are. Dude, I got... They're, yeah. They clobber I'm, you. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm gonna. We're, we're going to bat rep yeah. at the end, but uh, yeah, I played against the ranged Wookiee list. They um, they're brutal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they they are brutal, especially yeah. against a uh, uh, red saves. Yeah, um, yeah. Yep. Tell me about it. My magnas are scared of ranged wookies with bowcasters. Yeah. Like, oh, it's, they fear it's them. such it's such a good pool. So uh, is Maul because like sharpshooter one into Maul feels real bad when you're only working with five looms. Yeah, I mean, generally <laughs> anything with that dice pool, it's just a lot of dice, and it has there's the one red there is like yeah. a constant. It's like you, you're yep. everything else. It's basically like that red. If something's in heavy cover, that red is probably getting blocked, but everything else is going. Yeah, the, the red is taking care of cover. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. and then everything else goes through. So it's really yeah. like here's your slot machine. Right. Do you and have like, any here's aims? your OP scopes. Yeah. So like go wild. And like, you know, exemplar aims and stuff. It's like gross. Yeah, Magnus hate range pierce. I cry. Yes, they do. <laughs> one of the most one of the most satisfying things I've done in recent memory is uh, a, a Anakin fire supported saber throw into a set of Magnus. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Someone messed it, up it there. It felt really good. Yeah. <laughs> someone, someone messed up there. <laughs> someone, someone left their uh, Magnus where Anakin could get them. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a big oops. <laughs> <laughs> the core is super I, predictable. I, it, it was it was not a it was not a terrible. I think I did something crafty, like I force pushed him off or something like that. All right. Oh, all right. So you're you're a clever you're a clever little boy over there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was. I got lucky and survived the first bit or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, all right. So anyway, sorry. Core. <laughs> the core is super predictable. Okay. Um, what do you think was the lowest core that showed up? Phase twos. Phase twos. Really? I, wow. I would have also said maybe fleets. That's but... yeah. Well, fleets, yeah. fleets, are, fleets are so interchangeable. With all right, all right. How many so, phase twos are there? Okay, so there's eight phase twos. And Endless took six, right? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Florida list, all right. Um, how do you Keegan, how many fleets are in the event? Uh, nine. 44. Oh. Holy shit. Oh, I mean, I love well, them. It's so, like so you're taking your minimum core, you yeah. take an, a fleet. Now, and there's a, only, seven, they're, there's only they're six all... scatter guns. Yeah. And they're yeah. all in one yeah. list. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At what? 40 points, six scattergun? God, that's a Yeah, mean. it's a six scattergun list. That's awesome. Um, it's really funny because he messaged me on day one after a list went public, and he was like, hey, that link is wrong. It's supposed to be this. And I was like, are you sure it's not the other way around? I was like, please post the picture that you want to play. He's like, it's the one with the fleets. So I was like, okay, I'm just making this- sure. Is this 2018 when the game came out and people bought six boxes of fleets because they didn't have anything else to buy? I don't know. But like, there like... were people that bought like six boxes because like they were afraid that oh, yeah. like there wouldn't be content eventually. <laughs> and I, I didn't. I didn't do that. I definitely yeah. didn't do that. <laughs> I 
but yeah, there are uh, fleets, two boxes, snow troopers purchaser at 40 <laughs> points, like fleets of Binox yeah. and just fleets standing around the corner are pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. Are, I, I, I have built lists where I, I would just have my token naked rebel troopers and I make them fleets because they're mm-hmm. going to be objective burners. Anyways, if someone comes back at me, I'd rather have the variants up with a surging white die. Um, yeah, it's, it's a Wookiee pool. Just yeah. at range two without the sharpshooter. Yeah. yeah. Or from my experience, it's a Pathfinder pool. That's fair. <laughs> Just the range too, but yeah, um, yeah. No, I, I, I'm not surprised that it is. Uh, it's cute that there's exactly as many fleet troopers as their original points cost. Oh my god, <laughs> this game is a simulation. <laughs> uh, what, what unit showed up the most for the core? Uh, yeah, B ones. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's That's 196. Second is Rebel Troopers. Second is Rebel Troopers with 111. Okay. Yeah, because DLT spans. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, because now they're just now they're naked yeah. and with DLTs. Uh, What's third? Uh, Stormtroopers. Storms. Yeah, Storm 94. Oh yeah, hit those. Yeah. T21s, baby. All day. How, no, here's what place are Phase ones? That's what I want to know. Phase ones be... are in fourth with 72 oh, okay that's not a strike okay so there's basically it it's following the same ratios of the faction yeah. lists yeah. and okay that's less fun it, uh, it there's it, interestingly enough though storm like i said storms are third with 94 and then shore troopers are fifth with 60 and then this is the weird thing for me at least there's 60 shores and only 54 mortars 60 shores. that's oh yeah, I think Shores. I've seen some stuff with Shores. Not so there's a all few. The yeah, I guess a few people took like, uh, like three Shores, two mortars, or something like that. Maybe right. Like that has to be the the only way that, that that happened, right? Yeah, I would consider that maybe. Like, uh, do you do they have e webs in the list too? Because you can coordinate to your e web. That's a good question. I do not Ooh, know. Oh yeah. yeah, spicy. There are thirty two vets taken and thirty two Mark twos. Yeah. Okay. Dang! So the person who took the three FDs didn't like get like cheeky and bring three rebel vets no. and just coordinate to their FDs. No, I would have loved it. <laughs> that, li- that list needs. If you're bringing three FDs, you need to have everything else moving. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> the operatives are bonkers. The top four taken operatives are all rebel. That's not oh, surprising no. at all. Let's see, Luke. Yep. Uh, uh, I think it's pretty probably. Ooh, actually, Luke is first though. Yeah, yeah, first. I'll, gonna... I'll, yeah well, obviously, I'll have Luke. <laughs> and it's only by one. R two's got to be in the top. The, he's uh, in the top. He's in the. He's in that four, but he's not. I don't think he's. He's actually right. not. So oh, I'm going to make a guess, and then oh, Keegan's okay. going to make a guess. Yeah, R two is seven. Right, is seventh. Oh, okay. Seventh taken. Seventh yeah, taken. Seventh ever taken. Oh. All right, what, what's your guess, Nick, for number two? For the like the number two operative, uh, yeah. Chewy. Yeah, that's yeah, that's me too. Chewy's tied for third, so it's Luke with eighteen, Sabine with seventeen, K two with Sabine. sixteen, Chewy with oh, sixteen, okay. and then fourteen Vaders, thirteen Malls, and then eleven R twos. Okay. Okay. Bosk only taken three times. Boba only four. There's more Cad Bane's than both of them. I again, not surprising. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I, so. To be fair to like everybody who plays Cad, like K 
Cad Bane's fine. He's just not as good as everything else in the faction. Yeah, he did also yeah. do really well uh, at Cherokee. Uh, Preston did. Preston Zodiac did really well within the Cherokee. So he almost went back to back events. I know that would have been wild. I would have loved to have lived in that world. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, and right. still not. I'm still not taking Cad Bane. <laughs> Like, only got one more category. I was about to start taking Cat Bane, but then other people were more successful. And now, 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 now I look like I'm following. <laughs> so, so I'm not going to do play that. Play Maul. He sucks. Nobody plays he, Maul. Yeah. You could play Maul Cad. I could play Maul Cad. I've considered it many times. Yeah. I was thinking of Dooku Cad. <laughs> Dooku Cad's pretty good. good. Uh, put Josh, Josh and I have run that quite a few times, actually. Oh, okay. Oh, well, never mind. Uh, <laughs> not like competitively, but just in testing. Yeah. I think I yeah, played my, against it once. My, you did. My, my my locals threw that out at me. I'm a, I'm a legion hipster. Uh, you are. Yeah, no, I've. We all yeah. know it. And yeah. or well, I Anakin know. Barks I finally got good, and then you stopped playing him. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rebel officer is the top picked commander. That doesn't surprise me. It's with, yeah, that's, that's with your new favorite list. It's <laughs> literally double the next. Yeah. He takes vigilance. Yeah, that's because it's there's vigilance. two of them everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Rebel yeah. officer, have two Rebel officers. 50 points with vigilance. Yeah. <laughs> there's 36 of them taken. The second is Imperial Officer at 20 and Kalani no. at 18. Yeah, the trucks. That, yeah. I've... And then Cassian Kalani at 17. Did. Cassian is the, well, the highest yeah. like named unit. He's basically an operative, though. Right. He doesn't really count. I was a little surprised to see such low rates of Han and Lando at Adepticon. How are, how are they looking? In, in so Han had 14. So mm-hmm. he's right in the middle of that like heavily taken pack. And I don't know if we saw Lando. We have Man. four Landos. Man. We actually have I a don't... Commander Luke, too. There's more Commander Luke and Grievous <laughs> than Rex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wild. I don't know what I'm. What I'm hearing is, I think uh, maybe you should I, start I, playing Rex. I, I, should, should I, playing I, I was. I had a. Oh, Here you go, Grievous Cad. Grievous yeah. Cad. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Keegan list. Um, I've got. I, I was playing. I have been playing around with a Rex ISP list that I really liked in theory, and I really like on the table right up until I have to move the ISP over anything. <laughs> um, and then it. Then I realized, oh, this is just as tall as a silhouette. um but i do have a i do have a han lando chewy airspeeder list that i really like um that uh, that that might be something to play around with again do you think we saw more commander or operative vaders operative commander commander just because 14 to 11 operative so pretty close You bit up. I, um, I thought, but I, I think that might actually, I think that might actually have reversed. So one of the pods that we added oh. on at the end, <laughs> which I feel bad about, it's all Empire, right? <laughs> so the EU seven pod is six players. It's five Empire. It's one CIS. The CIS is playing Dooku. There are three Commander Vaders and a Palpatine, oh, and four of the six are French. It's like as like civil war as a pod you can get wow it's just like french vader going after french vader 
<laughs> and I, I Does think French Vader all... carry like a baguette or something. I feel like French Vader needs to be a meme. Uh, yeah, I, don't know. I mean, we need like, we need a French Vader card now. There's, uh, yeah, there's your next alt art card. <laughs> French Vader, like, we'll put the 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 Eiffel Tower in the back. He has like a baguette and like a mustache. I just maybe I... Not, like, like maybe he's miming around. <laughs> yes. My French mime Vader. French yeah. mime Vader. Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. I, I felt bad. So when we were forming the wait list, uh, I guess all of the the little French community, not the little, but the little group of the French community that was going to play Invader all forgot to hit the ready up button. And they all messaged me like within 15 minutes of each other. Like, hey, can you add me to the wait list? <laughs> drops went through and the new group was created. There was just like no choice. We were like, are you guys okay with this? Like, yeah, why not? That's awesome. We might have just alienated our French audience with that. No, hopefully, I didn't that. say that making fun of them. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. I guess we'll hit like one more little category before we move on. Little. It's the top taken upgrade. Uh, it's not vigilance. It's force push. I was it's not force push. There's oh, more vigilance than force push. Both it. of those are in the top 10 though. Oh, it's SA. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, it's tenacity. Oh, oh, really? 156 tenacities. What are they? Uh, IRGs? Wookiees, Wookie. Guard. Oh, Magnetics, Tenacity. Yeah, yeah. Force users. Yeah. How close is it? It's pretty close. So tenacity is 156. Mm-hmm. Offensive push is second at 139. Uh, SA is third at 121, Vigilance fourth at 102, and the E5SB1 Trooper is fifth at 88. Okay. <laughs> Maybe there's a problem there. Yeah. <laughs> there are more E5Ss than um, Force Pushes at 80. I only brought four E5Ss, so I don't know. I mean, it's fine. Interestingly enough, once you get out of the, the top six, six being Force Push, they're not exactly what you'd expect. Seven is LTA. Eight is recon intel, and then nine and ten are the two snipers, uh, imperial and rebel. Link targeting array doesn't surprise me at all because it's stapled to. Oh, it's spiders. spiders. Duh. Stapled to them. Like I imagine, there's the probably like, out of like all the ion spiders, like I would guess that like less than ten percent of them don't have link targeting array, and it's probably just a points issue. Like it's that's, basically stapled to them. That's fair. I forgot about that. Yeah. The recon intel is surprising to me though. Yeah, I never have the points for it anymore. Or the units that I want to have it can't have it. I'm, Recon Intel has definitely become a much more deliberate choice for me. It used to be something of a points filler. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We had a seven activation list. I heard. That's a Gar one, too. It's right? a Gar list, and it doesn't have Yoda. Anakin, Saber. No. no. It's an it's like an Obi Padme triple Wookiee. And like he's probably got heavies on all his... Uh, I think he's right? got three heavy phase twos, honestly. Gotcha. And then there's a 13 activation list, obviously. Average bid is 9.8. I, I, I can tell you who that is. Uh, Sire has one. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> if there's if there's a tournament and it's 13 hey, activations, Sire's got it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, man, we are we are the faction that welcomes 13 activations. We can well, yeah. do it. Brett, Brett, Brett was crushing me with 13 activations at Empire 2. It's this is not a faction thing. <laughs> now it's now it's like arguably really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No, he's yeah. He's I played against one of his 13 activation lists in uh, Yavin Base. So he's I wish him the best of luck on that one. I think he's playing uh, Technophobia. Right he's now, playing right, right now. Yeah. yeah. It's actually kind of a must-win game for him because he did drop the first one. 
Oh, he did. Oh, okay. Yeah. People Going down O2 time. makes it really hard to get out. Yeah. Oh, to everything and people like the rest of the pod has to go your way. Yeah. And you have to get it's high DP scoring. Yeah, it's uh, average game. activation is 9.8. Average bid is 4.7. That feels super healthy. That's like, like bo- both of them. I'm like like that feels real healthy. Five bid. Sorry, say that one again. The average activations for the entire event is 9.8. Yeah. And the average oh, yeah. bid is 4.7. That feels oh, yeah, like that a healthy state good. for the game. Oh, yeah. I like that a lot. Because like yeah. it's a it's a comms jammer upgrade. It's a tenacity upgrade. Like yeah. I feel like that's a that's a healthy spot for a bid. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's enough live reacting to invader stats. That's fun. Probably, yeah. I, I I can only imagine. Hopefully, that was as in, will be as interesting to just listen to um, as we take tangents <laughs> as it was for us to hang out and talk about. <laughs> it's not like there's too much else to talk about the tournament, so that's fair. That's fair. We'll keep it moving. Yeah, Keegan, uh, you played some some local games. Wanna I did get into the bat reps. Yeah, first a big shout out to the San Jose and the Bay Area locals. We are actually. Uh, we have growth <laughs> for two uh two two weeks running we've had uh, at least three uh if not four tables um active at uh which i know doesn't you know touch your guys oh we're going to casually just you know overflow this there. game store uh but it's awesome this area is a little slower coming out of um you know covid precautions too so it's been great to uh great to have folks out i did get uh, a game in this week um i've taken a break from my rex isp list for previously mentioned reasons and i brought a anakin obi-wan i'm I'm dusting off the oldies uh here but um i did i did drive it up to um nine activations so i've got a pair of z6s a pair of nakeds uh and what do i have oh three barks (laughs) so uh played against uh our local don who is actually the brother of gorshade um the winner of Adepticon. So we got to talk a little bit about that. He brought a uh, double Wookiee Cassian Lando K2. There were some vets in there uh, with, with Mark twos. Um, and we played uh, key positions, disarray and supply drop uh, on a, on a, on a table that I had forgotten I had. <laughs> so I dragged it out for um, it's a, it's a, I like the table a lot. It's not great in, uh, large line of sight blockers so there's a number of opens and it turns out that shooty wookies like we talked about before are really good when they don't have when they can see things um it's cl- pretty easy to see things with scale that too <laughs> yeah yeah uh in retrospect if, if uh there's one piece of terrain that we called heavy area that we didn't call uh difficult also and i'm definitely going to do that in future games because he was able to kind of camp a bunch of folks in there near near the center point um but uh he ended up splitting up his forces i split put all my barks in one corner and then i put everyone else uh in a square uh in the other corner of disarray and uh moved towards his slightly weaker corner that had lando um a set of wookies and a uh a set of vets and a mark ii um started plinking in with the barks on the way in uh did a little bit of deflecting or sorry, gardening and just absorbing shots. He had a phenomenal turn to uh Sabcom play, which really neutered my, um, uh, uh, Obi-Wan's general Kenobi card. Uh, so only Obi-Wan got those surges. Uh, I was counting on those to help cross a little bit of no man's land. Um, and then we, we got in there. I did get to pull off the magic Christmas land of uh, hello there with uh, seize the initiative on Anakin. So nice. Anakin goes first. Nice. I, I pushed, uh, I think I pushed Lando up uh, to get 
uh, gutted, uh, and then uh, by by Obi Wan, and then I jumped into the last two minis in the Vet Squad um, uh, with Anakin. Uh, I did not have Relentless up though, so he was just getting in there for safety. Um, and then I used Force Choke because I'm trying to choke out on this one to kill the the last wound on that Wookie list. Um, so we had uh, we we. I cleared out that corner in basically one turn. Um, Obi, on his actual activation, pushed the vets out again, closer towards the center, and got him in. Unfortunately, the biggest thing that I did, biggest mistake I made here, was I let—I shouldn't have let Anakin get so far out of position. Um, it made it really hard to get him back into the center. Um, and there was one possible way for me to <laughs> down to three activations at the end to get into the center. And uh, push stuff off and do all the all the double push Jedi shenanigans uh, against four or five opposing um, activations on the center point, um, and that way involved Obi Wan doing some really cool jump push jump kill uh, things onto the uh, uh, onto the key position, uh, and then Obi Wan rolled a single surge and five blank dice on that critical <laughs> critical attack on the vets. So. Um, great game though. Love playing Don. He's a, he's a, he's a uh, excellent player and one of our, one of our study. He's a, he's out at every single uh, week. So if you're in the Bay area, come on out, get, reach out to me. If you're not on our discord, we coordinate there, uh, and come on out to Guildhouse uh, on Thursdays. I'm going to miss the next couple because I'm taking care of my wife, uh, who's recovering from some surgery, but I'll be back. I think on the 22nd of April. So thanks for the, let me do a token battle rep before you guys talk about an actual tournament you played in. What? It's a tournament that's going to get on the ELO boards. That's right. Jesus. And it's just Nick's local. <laughs> that's awesome. Yay! It was a lot of fun. It was great. Uh, we were at Showcase, as usual. Uh, we had 20 players. It was a little wild because, like, we had, like, like five or six people drop, like, within 48 hours before, and then we still ended up, like, having 20 people. So and running out of like, space. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I got to talk to the owner to see like where where like how many tables can we actually fit? Because like we're kind of like the last three tournaments have been like 2016 and 20. So like and we're we're growing like we had there were at least six or seven people there yesterday that had never played there before. Uh, A lot of them were like brand new players and they're planning on coming back out. And a lot of our regular like locals that come to game nights didn't actually <clears throat> didn't actually get to uh get to come out to this one so like starting to run out of space we might have to like play some <laughs> legion in the parking lot or something like that Dude, i, I was see like if we playing... can set up some tables at the pizza place <laughs> i was like playing right in front better. of the cash station yeah oh, yeah they have like a they have like a display table set up and like the last few tournaments we've had a table set up right in front of the register but we picked like the nicest terrain to put there so it was like it was the new kashik table this time yeah, one of the two. Yeah, it was me and you both got to play on the uh, round one, which was awesome. But that's convenient. Uh, yeah, it was very convenient. It definitely wasn't planned that way or anything, uh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was great because so like I was talking to the owner between rounds, and he was like, he, the owner. He usually he's usually the only one there on Saturdays, and he was like, oh yeah, he's like, it's. It, I was like, he's like, this is a great turnout. He's like somebody was like walking around they were watching the games and then they bought like five hundred dollars worth of legion product because they were like it's amazing this that's looks awesome, awesome. And it's you like some legion 99 commission there right <laughs> <laughs> um 
but yeah, so we had 20 players. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we, me and Mike both played three games. Um, uh, I'm, I'm very tired. <laughs> I really need to like, I need to get my stamina up before Nova. Yeah, Seven thirty a.m. tea time this morning. I hate you. <laughs> um, I, have, I have twins. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> um, but we're going to talk about some of our games, I think, for sure. Right? Yeah. I mean, you want me to Nick, start? Go, yeah, go for it. So uh, round one, I, I took my usual, my invader list, the list I play all the time because like, I don't know how to play anything else. Maul, Double okay. Magna, uh, T-Series, E5SP ones. <laughs> and the probe droids um i played against one of our locals uh vaughn uh he comes out a lot to local night he's been to most of the tournaments um he's a real friendly guy he's plays mostly rebels and he's been playing double t47 triple atrt for a while um i see yeah, him playing he, he, it ran, often. he was the one that gave luke cook the scare back at aco um, no different person oh different person oh was yeah. that rocky yes um but yeah it's uh and we played on the the new Kashyyyk table and uh, uh, it was a fun game. Um, I ended up winning that. We, we, uh, his battle, he was blue player. Cause he had like a 10 point bid. Um, he had R2, it was 12 acts. So it was like, I really was scared. And the flop on the battle deck was real bad for me. Um, but we ended up playing key positions. Um, Cause I was either going to have to play bombing run or breakthrough. So uh, key positions uh, hemmed in because that felt better than danger close and battle lines. And um, uh, we played clear conditions because uh, we, didn't, we didn't even touch that, that category there. Um, uh, so we, he set up his ATRTs um, kind of like toward most of my forces, like pointed where I put all of my stuff. I pretty much, I deployed everything on my left side because I was red player hemmed in. Um, he put all of his RTs, uh, near the middle, um, so that they could be pointed directly at my army. Um, he moved them, uh, he moved them up early and I was able to get like RPS shots and a couple E5S shots that round. And I dropped one down to five wounds. Um, and his T47s were set to flank the other side to come around and flank the other side. Um, Round two, I was able to get a lot of wounds onto... I killed the one ATRT. I got a lot of wounds onto another one. I think I got two wounds on one and three wounds on the other. And then I took... He, one of his airspeeders moved in and Maul and a Magna waited and were able to get five wounds on it after it had activated. And unfortunately, that T-47 was out of um, uh, order range. So I was able to drop the T-47 early round three. When he activated his second T-47 early, he gutted a B-1 squad, but I was able to get two range two Magna shots on it and Maul to finish it off. Um, I also finished off the third ATRT that round. So it, at that point, I hadn't lost. I had only lost one activation of B-1s, so it really snowballed. Uh, R2 safely got secret mission like round three. And uh, I promptly ignored him because I decided I couldn't do anything about him. If I was like, if I can kill all of the armor, I will have more activations to touch the center, uh, probably. So um, we ended up, uh, he ended up conceding at the end of turn five because uh, he only had like R2, an officer, and like two half healthy rebel trooper squads left. 
um and maul and the magnas were poised to kill at least a couple of them so you had a double rps magna right yes yeah Yeah, sa i have been using tenacity lately and that has been paying dividends it also makes me want to dive them more like later in the rounds which is good because i've usually been like i usually hold them too long so that's been good but that was my round one so i take the win um to round two mike how was your round one so my round one went pretty well. Um, I played against a newer player. It was his first time out at one of our events. He was playing a Krennic Boba list. Um, it was kind of your standard fare. Krennic Boba, a couple of shore mortars, uh, DT. But instead of double sniper, he had a single sniper and a solitary bike, um, which was interesting. Mm, it kind of played yeah. the order pool a little bit, and it definitely did more work than the single sniper. Um, but unfortunately, I was running DLT dodge spam, which I guess I should go over. So I was running double officer with vigilance, Sabine with her whipcord shield and SA, four DLT captains with SA, uh, a naked fleet trooper, two snipers, and then Clan Ren with SA, Recon Intel, and I did a comms jammer for some testing, and it was pretty useless. So I think <laughs> I'll just be dropping that for a bit at this point. The intention was to try to use it for like ISF bark speeder bike hunting, because I could jam my target with the cohesion, but it's one of those things that sounded really good on paper and just never came to fruition because I just didn't get close enough it to it. It would him. probably be really useful, like one in five games and then like not useful so, at all the other ones. Like I used it in game one to jam the death troopers, but it didn't, it didn't really come into play. Like it wasn't a thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yep. Like it cost him an order, but I was going first with Sabcoms anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess I technically jammed Maul in our game. Yeah, but we'll Maul. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. He just issues himself in order. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I played against him. We played some intercepts, uh, battle lines, and clear conditions. Um, so it was a nice, nice, easy setup to start the day. Um, I don't play a lot of rebels, and I don't play battle lines in any of my decks. So this is the first time that I've played rebels in a in an event since 2019, and um, I felt really rusty deploying. So that that was tough. Um, so he he definitely kind of had me out positioned at the start. But I was able to get with my eleven activations, Sabine and Clan Ren to wipe the Death Troopers turn two at the very start with their Pierce. Um, just under weight of dice, the DTs are going to go down, and uh, I was able to get Boba with four consecutive DLT shots in a row after he tried to snag a bounty on a Rebel officer, and I made a two out of four save to keep him alive on the Boba rocket. So that that kind of just snowballed from there. Um, ended up pretty convincingly in my favor. Um, but it was it was a fun game. Uh, I got to play on the new Kashyyyk table that Nick put together, and uh, it's really cool, like jumping Mando units in and out of the the huts on the rocks. Like it just feels like you're in a movie. It's super fun. Uh, and then unfortunately, we got third round too. Yeah, we couldn't wait till the final. No, happen then. Um, We've dodged each other like in every event that we've our, ever put yeah, on at showcase. The last the last event that I got to play in at showcase, we dodged each other and both finished three zero. So we were it was bound to happen. <laughs> Um, but, uh, do you want to so, start us off here? Yeah, fine. Um, so, uh, I had the bid, so I took blue. He took, he picked table side. Um, it was a pretty, is a denser board, but it was like pretty open in the middle. There was a lot of open in the middle. So, um, we ended up playing, um, uh, intercept the transmissions, which we play a lot <laughs> together. Yeah. Um, it's uh, in every deck I build. Yeah. Major offensive and supply drop. Uh, I had the, um, 
we kind of decide. I kind of decided when I was blue, I was blue, and I decided that I wasn't going to drop supply drop as my second for fortified because I was going to gamble that I was going to get the things I wanted to get or at least take the back to from you, and I did. Yeah, you got both backs in like the first three pools. <laughs> uh, the same B one got both backs turn yeah. one and then turn two. I was like, oh, I'll take them, but uh, I didn't get to use them, so it's okay. Um, we played intercept the transmissions. Um, I positioned myself and I had decided like if he wanted to put anything in the middle turn two, he was going to have to deal with like maul the next turn. So I basically near the end of round two, I put a B one forward to grab to intercept. And then he was in a position where he could still move clan Ren and Sabine in. So I had to move a second B one in. he got a lot of shots on those B ones did some damage. Um, he did end up moving Sabine uh into the middle and then i ran maul from around the building um he didn't have julio up but he was able to double move and force push sabine in so that if sabine used the grapple line next turn um i would be able to choose when i killed sabine so that that way i wouldn't take a ton of shots at the end that was my plan i was like this is fine um my magnus however were not close enough to they were not close enough early to like affect the middle of the board. Unfortunately, um, I had a little bit of like analysis paralysis on what I should do with my Magnus. What do you like? Yeah. So I think you dropped the, ma- the interesting part was if you picture like the intercept board um, and then your traditional like B one crescent that forms, you know, kind of in that like half circle, the Magnus were both on one end in a really good position and Maul was on the other end in a really good position which is kind of okay for me because then I didn't have to deal with Maul and two Magnas on one flank. Yeah. And I was able to kind of force the Magnas out of position by lining up open to light cover shots with my snipers onto your Magna. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of forced them to split. And I think I was able to bait with Sabine um, because I didn't, I knew that like, if you attacked me, only one thing was going to attack mm-hmm. her and it's still Maul and yeah. I don't have the dark saber. So I'm just impervious, but mm-hmm. It feels a lot better when I'm not getting attacked by Maul and then Correct. charged by Magna. Correct. Turn three, uh, we both play one pips. I play at last so that I can get Juyo. He plays explosions, uh, right? That was explosions. Yeah, I played the yeah. wrong card. He played explosions and he ended up winning priority, which wasn't what he wanted to happen, essentially. And that was good for me uh, because Sabine, if she's going to use explosions, she has to use it like on herself now mm-hmm. at this point. And Maul and Maul doesn't have any wounds yet. So if I take like chances are I take a wound from these mines or two, like at least like I didn't also take one from Juyo and now I'm at like two or three wounds afterwards. So I think Maul ended up not actually taking any wounds from the mines. No. So I, I went back and forth between explosions and um, like a sea of Mandalore to try oh, to get right. her the like basically to get the triple dodges mm-hmm. on her. Yeah. But I figured that even without you having Juyo up, I thought you were going to play the other one pip to deny me the dodge tokens. No. Uh, Duel of the Fates. So I went with Explosions to try to get the priority win. Mm-hmm. And this is the only time I actually played Explosions. Um, <laughs> and I did no wounds to Sabine, no wounds to Maul, and four total wounds to B1s. I killed three in one squad and one in the other. Yeah, one of the mines only had range to one squad. Yeah, and the other it was one a had total range done. to the to the two. Yeah, it wasn't a very good explosions, but like, yeah, that was kind of like all you had to do. Like, you whip cord and then you explosions and you 
Yeah, so I did it a little differently um, because I knew that Maul was the only thing that was going to attack Sabine. And one of the crucial things that I, the reason that I like the Sabine Clan Ren version better than the Operative Luke is it's 11 activations. Like, you can't set up a standby because I'm going to shoot off your standby. So even if Maul, like, attack force pushes Sabine out, I always have an answer for you. Mm -hmm. And I can always make sure that that happens. So I knew she was only going to get attacked once. So I did that. And then next. I guess we just kind of like traded blows that turn. Like you did yeah. four wounds to Sabine. Yeah, Sabine had four wounds at the end of that round, and Maul had like two. I think I it think wasn't so. a lot. He didn't take a lot. Um, but it before this, like I tried to gunfight these DLTs at range four, and I uh, just absolutely lost. Uh, I had taken like three three Magna wounds total. I did get a. Uh, I did get an arc welder that I was able to like bring one back at one point. Yeah, that um, was a good pool. So it's like overall, I took two magna wounds and a whole bunch of B one wounds at range four, and it's just like this. Like my army loves shooting things at range four, but they don't. <laughs> they can't shoot at SA dodge rebels that have two dodges and heavy cover because they just. I, can't I love get when you're just poking me from four. Yeah, I mean, I learned after like round one that that wasn't going to work, but like I kind of didn't. I didn't really have a choice because I, we were playing intercept transmissions. Like I, I had, and then like when I was starting to try and suppress things later in the game, it's like it wasn't working because the captains are really good. It's just really good. It's like the one. There's two kinds of armies that I really don't want to play against, and that's like sharpshooter, Pierce Wookie spam, and this. I don't want to play against things that like can dodge out of like you know can basically dodge out of two crits. I don't have large enough dice pools to deal with it. Yeah, it, it makes it really tough. And with having two officers plus the double vigilance plus mm-hmm. retinue yeah. dodge, it, keep, it just makes it yeah, really you can manage the suppression well. Yeah, really difficult there. And I was able to just kind of like bait clan run as well by sitting them on top of a building and they took a number of B1 shots that they probably shouldn't have, but I didn't give you anything else to shoot at. I didn't. Yeah. And if I, I could have and at that point, I could have moved things in closer and probably shot at rebel troopers, but it was the same thing. And it felt like they're safer here than they are moving in and then the rebel troopers can start unloading at three because guess what i had to start moving things in and rebel troopers started walking into range three and they were like one of them one of them one shot a b1 unit i was like okay uh yeah that that one was gross yeah. and like yeah with the captains it's seven black dice and a white mm-hmm. yeah with the crit one mm-hmm. and one of my captains was able to pull up precision scopes and yep. grappling hook so I scaled up a building, and all of a sudden I had an aim shot on B1s in the open that was not there. Yep. And it was and on the they, middle point. And they died. And I was like, well, yeah. that's not great. I think that round I lost like two B1 units, and like two others were down to like three wounds. And I was like, I really like that. You then lost the like me- almost 17 yeah. B1 units. Sabine died. Then that like turn round. three. Yeah, turn four, Sabine died. And I was like, okay. I was like, Maul, now the Magnus can we're like moving into like where they can engage rebel troopers. I was like, I just need these guys to smash things. But like I took a clan Ren did like three wounds to a beat to a magnet and heavy cover. And that felt really bad. <laughs> it that was, was like, a, that I think was an they unfortunate rolled, defense roll. Yeah. They rolled like seven of seven with the aim. And I think like I blocked like one after the pierce. It was disgusting. Yeah. So like, yeah, I'm like, ter- mm-hmm. Turn four started really well for me because I played a one pip and you played a two. So before Sabine died, she was able to punch Maul for a wound and whipcord him. Mm-hmm. And then knowing that Sabine was dying, I threw a retinue aim on Clan Ren. Um, 
gave them the order. So I had a hollow projector. So I hollow projected Sabine, ordered Clan Ren, and then they got that double aim shot into the Magnus. So they got the reroll plus the Pierce. Yeah. I had to choose. I had to choose really carefully when I activated um, Sabine or when I activated Maul there because, like, I was going to. Sabine had one wound. So realistically, like, whatever hit Sabine and she didn't have a dodge. So it was like whatever punched Sabine and there was a Magna there too was going to kill her whatever was left there was going to be left in the open. So I had to be really careful because like I can't afford to lose like a lot more of my Magnus here. And then sure enough, like I ended up losing like the RPS and I have like a single model that can't like a single model Magnus still rolls three dice in melee, but it doesn't do it. That doesn't matter when it's like six model rebel troopers with like, dodges. I, I, yeah. With dodges. Like I can't, I can't really do anything to that. Like I need three rounds to kill that. And it's like, and the whipcord. The whipcord of Maul was huge because he still had saber throw targets for three, but all of them were rebels in heavy cover yeah. with one to two dodges. Yeah, it's not going to do any damage. It's no. Like, well, this sucks. And then we just kind of like played out the round five and six intercept transmissions, and I think I took the middle by like two units. Yeah, we. I conceded like after a few activations in turn six when I realized that like I wasn't going to be able to kill enough and I didn't have enough bodies. Like I think I would have had like I think I would have had three things in the middle maybe and you and would have had, had four or five s- at least. yeah actually yeah, like everything six. we determined yeah. that like you could have moved both your snipers one of your officers and then you had like two or three rebel troopers two rebel trooper squads left and yeah that were already there mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it was that was a it sweaty was, game it was sweaty um i real like looking back and it was like it was kind of like those middle rounds to me now it's like it's kind of like foggy like the decisions I made. Cause like, I don't think I made the most optimal decisions at times when I activated certain things. Um, like there was, there was a point where like I moved a B one in, uh, and I was like, well, this, I, th- I immediately realized that that was a mistake. I was like, that was a mistake. This was stupid. And I'm just going to lose most of the squad. And sure enough, like two DLT shots later. And like, it's down to one wound. And like, now it's a prime target for like a clan run split fire or a sniper to poke around the corner and just shoot it off. So, which I think is what happened. Something like that. Yeah. I made a few unoptimal decisions, suboptimal decisions, and it uh, cost me another game with you. Another one. But uh, it, yeah. that, that was, that was tough. Cause like I mentioned after not playing rebels for a while, my decision mm. tree was definitely foggy. Yeah. And it's like, maybe if you had, maybe if you had played something else that wasn't DLT spam, like essay spam rebels, like maybe I probably do better because of the amount of reps I have with my list. It's like, but like it just had my number and you always seem to like capitalize on like when I make poor decisions, because you're a good player and we play a lot. So you always have my number. Yeah. It was a great game. I was super sweaty afterwards and I was like agitated. <laughs> But uh, one of my buddies came in to pick something up and he could tell that I was like tilting. (laughs) It was rough, but uh, it was a good game. And we got uh, Chinese food. Yeah, I got some good Chinese food. I felt better and I got to play. uh, I got to play my last game. And so did you. So. Yeah, I can go over mine. Real yeah, quick. you can go. Over um, first. I got to play. So the the three oh three oh game was myself or the two oh two oh game was myself versus uh, John Lopez, who was one of our one of our really good locals. Um. His only competitive losses are to, I guess, me and Luke Cook now. So that's not a bad, not a bad group. Um, so he's he's the guy that plays the Padme triple Wookiee standby sharing stuff. Uh, he was the guy that beat me at PAX. Um, so he's a quality player. And we played a game of breakthrough on this Geonosis table that I was able to essentially pinwheel around the corner, and I lost one model 
<laughs> um, it was a really boring game, honestly. We played like oh, two man. ships passing in the night, um, but yeah. the only... I took one wound on Sabine, and I lost a model when I forgot that my fleet trooper should have dodged before moving into a mine. And then I double critted myself and blocked one of the two. Double crit? On a mine. I had a double critical. I just completely messed it up. So that felt really bad. Um, and then we basically just like shifted right. So John was stuck behind a couple buildings on the side. So he set up purposely behind there because his Wookiees could scale up the side and move over. Well, I just parked all of my guys on the other side and went right for his short edge of the major offensive deployment zone for breakthrough. And I just zoned with the DLTs and I could poke at all the Wookiees. And by the time that anyone got even remotely close to me, like I was already parked in heavy cover with two dodges in his deployment zone. <laughs> So I was aim shooting at Wookiees walking across an open field and they could never get close because I'm range four. And um that so was you, so you won that game. I did win that game. Um I think John conceded on turn four when I was already in the zone and it was pretty clear that nothing was going to happen. Yeah. Um I was just not gonna move for the rest of the game because I was already in. Uh, that was that was an interesting game. I was surprised he gave me breakthrough, um, but the other option was going to be playing recover the supplies. And he said later on that he did not want to play down two activations versus uh, Sabine or Clan Ren that have recon intel. Yeah, I mean, because what I'm realistically going to do is recon intel Clan Ren, move and grab the box at the end of turn one, and then Sabcom turn yeah. two to get them away. Yep. Yeah, it's a and even standby sharing is not going to stop that. Yeah, because yeah, it's because I've got. 40 range five guns mm -hmm. or range four guns and they're six wounds with impervious and red uh, yep with and they'll have they're a dodge gonna, yeah they're not likely to die in like you know two attacks so yeah by the time here. that they box grab they'd have the retinue mm -hmm. dodge and they'd have a dodge from both officers and like even if you kill them after they like move again the uh, ucb picks it up and runs away yeah like, and you have to walk into my gun line yep yep um uh, i played um one of our locals lee in our third my third game we played on uh one of my new tables uh it's a it's like a jakku theme table i haven't talked about this one yet actually yeah um it's like uh it's got a bunch of the legion terrain crashed uh crashed ships and the at the big the big walker like that's kind of like the centerpiece printed off a bunch of like uh imperial terrain like rocks painted them up so they're all like jakku colored and i did for area terrain i went like i went i went something different and I like I got some of the six up uh, terrain bases and I hobbied them up and I put some blast marks on them. And then I got some neat little tea lights and I put uh, I made little smoke clouds coming off of them. So there's like little like smoke cloud area terrains and they actually light up. It's, it's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Um, and like, you know, they're removable. So like basically like when we were playing the game, it's like we just took the ones off that we were playing with. And it's like, you know, this is light area terrain and like you're shooting through smoke. But uh, it looks really cool. I have some pictures. I'll have to post pictures on the Instagram, which we have now. <laughs> do. Um, uh, but uh, Lee was playing. Uh, he basically made a list with Rebels and Luke, and he decided he wanted to like tech against spiders, ion spiders. So he brought two FDs, um, Biston Pathfinders, two snipers, um, a couple vet squads. One of them had a heavy, one of them didn't and a Mark II, no R2-D2. There was an officer with Vigilance, a Naked Fleet, and then Luke with Burst of Speed, Force Push, and he had Barrier on him. Uh, barrier on Luke means that, like, Luke is 
I mean, Luke is definitely a threat all the time because he's Luke Skywalker and it's the operative version. So he swings a whole pile of dice, um, but he didn't have saber threat. Maul does. We played long. It was his deck. We played long March and uh, sabotage the moisture evaporators. And I think I guess we played clear conditions. Um, so uh, he put his FDs basically like as far up as he could. One of them was on top of a rock. So it had really good line of sight and it was near the center of like his deployment zone. So like it could see and it got a few shots. The other one was off to one side and it wasn't quite all the way up against the deployment zone because he had it behind a rock, like half behind a rock so that it had cover the whole time. That one uh, never shot anything. Um, uh, so my plan was essentially to I mean, infiltrate Maul to a spot where he could grab one of these like three or four activation rebels, uh, one of these like four, four wound rebel models, and maybe like just like you know, just cheese a saber throw, pull them out in the open, saber throw them if Luke's not too close and then run them away. So that's kind of exactly what I did. Um, I kind of set up, I set up my B1s kind of just like in like a battle lines position on long March, like just across, like, so one end had my VAP, the other end had the other VAP, the two naked squads. Um, so I could move them up early, turn one, and then turn two and hit the VAPs and run. Um, he positioned most of his rebels on, uh, on one side while he had like a, like uh, the fleets and, uh a mark two he put a mark two really close uh to his vap turn one during deployment um and that was what i decided was maul's target so maul infiltrated just outside of range three of him where he was completely safe from the fds and luke was not gonna be able to just like you know uh melee charge him turn one or turn two um when he didn't move that mark two out turn two i put uh I put aims on my Magnus. I observed this Mark II with my probe droids after the Mark II activated early. Uh, I took a couple Magnus shots with RPSs. I did two damage to him. And then I had Maul with Juyo because he played uh, at last. He jumped out with his aim token. And there were still three observation tokens on the uh, the Mark II. He jumped. He moved out a little bit. He saber throwed And he killed the Mark II. And then he immediately went the other direction. Like, okay, uh, I'm just going to wait. I'm going to try and suppress these rebels at four and keep them off my vaps. Uh, we traded, he traded shots at long range um, as much as he could. Um, he almost got a B1 squad that was on one of the vaps early. Like he got it down to two wounds. I was able to run it away and hide it. Um, this thing kept recovering and shooting and ioning something. Um, it, uh, it was like a, it was a long game. Like it took us a while to get through it. Um, he realized turn five that Luke needed to burst of speed to basically move and uh, hit a VAP. That was the only, cause he wasn't going to, I wasn't going to let him kill anything. Cause he didn't have enough. Like if he put any of those rebels in range three of my Magnus, my Magnus were going to move in and shoot. Um, he didn't have, so it was basically up to Luke. Uh, so turn five, he had set up a, uh, burst of sp at the end of turn four, he set up a burst of speed move, hit the VAP turn five with Luke. Uh, I had my whole army that was going to basically be able to just like probably kill him. And then turn six, I would be able to like get back on my VAP and he wouldn't have been able to stop me at that point, And Luke would have been dead. Um, but he ended up conceding turn five because we were running out of time. And there was a chance that because of the, like, because of the pace of the game, there was a chance that, we might not make turn six 
because we started turn five with like 13 minutes left and we each still had, he had 10 X and I had 11 X. So there's a really good chance we weren't getting turn six and he was going yeah, to happen. happen and I couldn't stop him. And uh, you know, even if everything in his army, but, but that officer dies, he still wins five to four, five to three. So um, he conceded, he did, he, he conceded knowing that like, well, if I win, it's going to be because we didn't play six turns and he didn't, you know, we were both one and one and he didn't want to do that. Uh, so that was nice. I appreciated that. Um, but otherwise it was a fun, it was a fun game. Um, I enjoyed playing on that new table. Um, I enjoyed seeing FDs across the table and denying them shots most of the game. Um, I love playing mall because he just gets to do these little like trick things. And like, you know, you don't always see it coming and it's like, you know, just like a quick thing you blink and you miss it. And then he turns the whole game around. So, and now it becomes like a cat and mouse game. Like, can you chase me down? So, but, uh, it was fun. I ended up going two and one. Uh, Mike was the only three and three Oh, because we had a whole lot of drops after round two. And um, the, th- the other two O pair down ended up losing. Yes. Um, so uh, we had a great time out of showcase. I don't know when the next one will be probably after ACO, but uh, yeah, that's not really that far away now. It's not. Um, don't forget ACO tickets are on sale. Frontline gaming. Uh, please purchase tickets. I've started the, uh, I've started printing uh, trophy toppers uh, from dark fire designs. They gave me a whole bunch of uh a whole bunch of free downloads so that I can uh, print up all these cool trophies. Um, they're also going to be sponsoring uh, some prizes for the event. So I, it sounds like a participation type prize, like what everybody got at LVO, nice. which is awesome. Um, so I'd like to, yeah, it's like, so please sign up for ACO. It's going to be awesome. I'm still working on more terrain. I don't have a whole lot to spoil on like the prize front. Um, but we're waiting to hear back from AMG. If we're going to get some kind of a, like, you know support from them we're really hoping to but if not we're gonna come up with some cool stuff we've got some custom art cards coming our way um the artist is uh slowly sending me uh sketches and stuff and i'm real excited where how they're coming out but uh i don't have a whole lot to share there but yeah aco is gonna be awesome i can't wait um i hope to see everybody who was there last year again and i hope to see a whole lot of new people this year um yeah we've got a lot of space yeah um gonna be a lot of legion a lot of legion a lot of skirmish um but uh i'm excited anything else before we wrap it up tonight this evening this afternoon no i don't think so there's a lot a lot of tournaments um yes i want to say thanks again to fitz trooper for shouting us out the entire time uh that was super awesome and the stream uh, was awesome i the loved stream was amazing it. yeah uh, congrats to everybody that plays at Adepticon. Um, seems like that was a great event. It was cool to see 122 people. Mm-hmm. Good luck at Invader League for everyone playing. Um, please feel free to ping the judges for rules questions. Um, we'll make sure we keep that nice and transparent this season. And uh, as always, we'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Please feel free to reach out with any feedback. See you.